0: at five with glenn curry
1: what do you think this is the army where you shoot them a mile away you got to get up close like this little bing you blow their
2: brains all over your nice cyber league suit I you were like <laughs> was it over when the germans bomb pearl harbor hell no
0: german forget it he's rolling <laughs> learn it know it are
1: you running a business or a charity?
0: They Leave the gun. Take the cannoli.
1: Uh,
3: Yankees win! Pull over! No,
1: it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. You a part of that, Farker? Oh, <laughs> 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 my God! I'm not defined. I'm not on the telephone's are ringing. Overload
0: mode in the 21st century. Driving home with my
4: hand on the
0: cell phone.
5: This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Live at Five Yeah, 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 yeah Yeah Uh, Well, let's see, Uh, lots to talk about Uh, Local stuff, Uh, the loss of a radio man I want to talk about that And uh, also, uh, we're going to be talking to Since Joe Stanley didn't call call in yesterday He's calling in today Got something, uh, I actually sent him something, a photograph of a delivery truck today on a one-lane road. It, n- thank God nothing happened, but a, a common example. I mean, I know all work is good, but sometimes it's, it's dangerous. So I'll talk to him about that. Something, an observation today. Every now and then I'll take a picture of something and I'll say, what would Joe do? Joe, of course, is the Jesus of law. What would, you, what would Joe do? So today and, and I'm, I'm trying to find it now I, I just bear with me here but uh, our crosstown rivals and you know I, I knew uh, Brian best and uh, it, it's just sad I just I just realized uh, that uh, there was um, a different guy doing the news uh, over there for the last couple of weeks and I, I was just curious to look you know you, you, you go online and you you know Brian has it, been such a, a, a fixture over in Mullen Street for many years now, and he's been in the radio business longer than that, used to work down in uh, the the Lowellville radio stations. And uh, he took L recently, and uh, I know he was going through a a series of operations, uh, but regrettably he passed away. I believe he passed away sometime uh, this this morning or, or last night. So I'm just going to uh, quote what, what's been posted by our crosstown rivals. It is with heavy hearts that uh, we share the news of the passing of our beloved colleague, news director Brian Best. Our he- heartfelt uh, sympathies, of course, go out to his family at this time. And I would uh, concur with this. Brian was not just a colleague, but also a dear friend to many of us. His dedication, professionalism, and contributions to our station were invaluable Uh, He will always be known as the best, in quotations, news director in the North Country and will be greatly missed by us all uh, at uh, their company. So, uh, you know, it's sad to see this. It's a picture of him back in the day. Interestingly enough, before the studio was painted, but nonetheless, uh, you know, and there's a lot of support, a lot of people sending prayers, a voice known. uh, One person wrote, a voice known to many loyal listeners, sending my thoughts, incredibly sad. Prayers for his family and colleagues, condolences. Uh, So he had a lot of friends. He was also a huge uh, NASCAR fan. And his biggest, um, I guess his idol was, uh, now I'm forgetting his name, uh, Petty. Richard Petty. The patriarch of the Petty family. What was he, number 47? Am I right on that? The TP car. And uh, over the years, uh, he had an opportunity to meet with Mr. Petty with his big old hat. And other members of NASCAR. He's also a huge fan of WWE, WWF, and whenever you know I did anything with with trivia, um, Brian was up, always up on top. Not just with you know pop icon stuff or you know celebrity stuff, Hollywood. He knew that, but he, he you know it's just a smart guy. To be a news director, you got to be a smart guy. And uh, it's just sad. It's sad to see that uh, Brian has passed. So uh, and it's you know also from one broadcaster to another, you know this that's. Uh, you know all in this together, and uh, it's just sad to see. And without mentioning names, also, I uh, there was a you know, a loss of uh, an, another broadcaster's relative in the last couple of days, and then I noticed uh, a friend of mine uh, in the audio car audio business, I lost a friend who I was familiar with, who I knew. And you know, you know, how it's weird, it's you know, you get caught up in things, especially when you know, you might see a photo of someone. Uh, either a celebrity, or, and it just in passing, you'll go buy a television set, and they put up a photo. Of, it's like, hmm, that's interesting. What's that all about? And, of course, if they're not 110 years old, you just assume, you know, like, well, it must be, maybe there's a milestone, maybe something happened, whatever. And you don't think about it, and then realize that, you know, that person passed away. So, you know, about three weeks ago, there was someone locally who had passed away. He was a young guy, probably in his late 40s. And I said, "Boy, that guy should be in movies because he always had a very distinctive look to him. He always looked like he could be, and and I mean this in a good way. He could be a, a heavy. He could be a bad guy because he's got that look. He could be one of those guys in a Bond movie or something. And he was always friendly to me. He always, and then I realized he passed away. It's like, oh my God, what's going on here? So you know, it's just we're not here forever, folks. We know that. Um, so um, each you know, value each and every day. I can go through that a whole spiel." Not, no one's going to listen to me but uh so uh condolences go out to uh his wife Brian's wife and his family and his friends he's got a lot of them today i i didn't realize this because i'm a moron but i, I live right next to the uh, to the uh Thompson Park and i get to work today and the, and and you know Jim's not here i'm like where's jim oh he's up at the park for the dedication i'm like oh my god i forgot all about it Ran, r- r- jumped in my car drove up there and i and i did manage to get uh, the, the important parts of today's dedication to Jeff Graham's uh, road and uh, Joe Butler Jr.'s road up at the park. So I, I got good video, great photos of, uh, of Jeff standing right in front of the sign as they unveiled it, and then he did a little speech for me. So that's going to be presented as part of what I do uh, separate from everything else, and that's called Downtown News. You'll see that on social media you also see it on uh, News Junkie, and they also carry them on our local NBC station, Mark Gaines station, NBC 45. So yet another piece of downtown history, or Watertown history, uh, a dedication to two fine men, uh, one a five-term mayor, and the other one, a one-term mayor. Of course, who could forget? And by the way, uh, Joe Butler Jr.'s dad was there, Joe Butler Sr., uh, The uh, um, up until recently, his, his his pavilion was in the news. By the way, I went by the pavilion today, or was it yesterday? Bunch of people in there. I'm like, geez, are they homeless there already? <laughs> you never know. I mean, it's, it's, it's funny, but you look at the pavilion you think it's just such a beautiful uh, place in JBY's plaza. And, and now it's it's kind of has this uh, affiliation to, to homelessness, despite the fact that the people there yesterday were probably just enjoying themselves. That's what it's all about. So hopefully when the cold weather happens and apparently it's actually going to stop. Today was just unbelievable. I mean, can you believe this weather? Uh, how many times has, has someone mentioned that? I saw someone in one of those uh, tricycles, uh, they call them, they they they've made from can am. They cost like 25 30 grand. And I it was a woman. I asked her, so can you believe you're still riding this? She says, "I can't, but I love it." God bless her. So the ceremony today was great. The weather couldn't have been better. The gods were on the side of Jeff and Joe, and uh, a lot of people there. I saw Roxanne Burns there with her, uh, ch- her with her son. Uh, Councilwoman Ruggiero was there. Uh, I missed a couple other people. I know Sarah was there. She had left. Jim was there, and uh, I know there was a speech there in what I call the Hitler Pavilion. I don't know why. So every time I go by that pavilion, you know, where they have uh, you know events, there it's so beautiful. It's that it kind of it's not an enclosure, but it's it's like a it's like a circular you know pavilion where they have uh, picnic tables inside. Every time I look at us, it, I, I expect to see a sign that says Hitler lived here because whenever they showed his his villa in Austria, it always had those kind of that, that kind of look to it with the stonework and the and those tiling. But that's where it started. Apparently, there were speeches which I missed because I got there late. But uh, the unveiling, I, I did capture on both both accounts. So that's good. I can't wait to put that all together. Plus, I did get a, a quick tour today uh, with Denise Young, the CEO of uh, the YMCA. And boy, that place is just unbelievable. Um, the pool itself is, is huge. You can see it from the outside. Needless to say, uh, that was where the entrance was. It's amazing how, how the Woolworth Building no longer looks like the Woolworth Building anymore. It's been completely transformed, needless to say, inside and out. So I'll be putting that together as well. So Joe's going to be calling in in a little bit. If you want to chime in, by all means, 755-1240 is the number, 755-1240. We would love to hear from you if you want to call in before uh, Joe calls in. Uh, yes, well, thank, no problem, Fred. No problem at all. Someone thank me for the intro. That's what I'm here for, trying to make sense out of things. All right, so uh, what's going on? The trial in New York continues. Letitia James more than likely will have her own daytime show in the next couple of years when she's all said and done. She's all happy about this. Uh, What else? Uh, We got uh, uh, Jim Jordan, you know, rolling up his sleeves to be the uh, Speaker of the House. I I don't think uh, what's-his-face from Louisiana is going to get it. His name escapes me at the moment. I'm sorry. But, you know, Jeff Graham mentioned several things today. One, let me go back to what I said earlier. Someone had the audacity to text Jeff, and maybe they were sarcastic. Maybe they meant it as in a farcical way. But they texted him. They said, you know, what did you do during your, during your tenure, tenure uh, during your time as mayor? Of course, as we know, um, Jeff was an on-again, off-again. He missed one term. That was in the early 2000s. He lost to Joe Butler Sr. Then he came back with a vengeance, like uh, like Michael Jordan And he won more championships by winning the mayoral race at least, what, two, three times after that. I can't remember. He won two in a row, lost one, and came back and won three more in a row. And then, of course, interestingly enough, uh, yet another butler beat him the second time around back in 2015. It's already been eight years since Jeff's been out of office or just short of that. But he did a tremendous amount of things, needless to say. And for anyone to, 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 I could see it, you know, in, in, uh, anonymously on his blog, somewhere on Facebook, but someone texting you that? What are you, nuts? Anyway, uh, so I, I don't know where I was going with that, but that was, oh, the other thing that Jeff, a good point that Jeff made today is that Lee Zeldin should be the Speaker of the House. And I think that makes a lot of sense. He's no longer a congressman, he ran for, for governor. I met him, nice guy, I spoke to him right here on the show. Everyone's going to be nice to you when they meet you or when they speak to you, especially when they're running for office. But he he, he seems seems very genuine. And I keep forgetting, and I don't know, maybe a smart guy like Danny Francis can uh, can clarify this. It it is strange that there is a rule where you don't have to be a congressperson to be the Speaker of the House. It's very awkward right now for uh, Mr. McCarthy, for instance, to sit back and and not be the Speaker of the House. It's one thing to be voted out because of the... uh, you know, whether or not you're part of the party that has the majority or not, like Nancy Pelosi has to step back and and, and wait for the next event to happen before she— Nancy Pelosi would be 106, and she'll still want to be uh, Speaker of the House. And more than likely, they would vote her right back in, with or without her dangers. But McCarthy's got to sit there and watch someone else do it. That must be very awkward. But for someone like Lee Zeldin, a former congressperson, that actually—that neutralizes so many things. And if they don't like him after a year or so, they can just get rid of him. Eh, I don't want to live in Washington anyway. But uh, he seems to have the temperament and 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 exactly what they need in that leadership role. More than likely, they're going to give it to Jim Jordan. But I think that's just going to tarnish his his his, his record. People are going to turn on him. And, and, you know, once you get to that role, you're not going to please everybody. You're on the air. Yeah,
1: that was uh, Steve Khaleesi. Scalise.
5: Uh, Scalise, thank you. I don't know why. I think, but but like Jeff said, he got shot. He had blood issues. I don't think he's going to make it, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, he was the one who was shot during the uh, the GOP and the other uh, softball game. In, uh,
5: in By a Bernie Sanders fa- uh, supporter.
1: 2017.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, he, had, he has blood cancer, but he says he's being treated well. So, uh, but here's what I want to mention. Yeah. The choice between him and Jordan. Uh, yeah. Jim Jordan from Ohio. If any, if anyone in this audience is a conservative, which ninety nine point nine percent, other than me, I guess, S. G. Gates, right?
5: Yes, yeah, so it's you and him. That's it. Oh, and the other guy on the north side, no, yeah. If, any,
1: if anybody thinks that uh, McCarthy was bad, and he was, there's no doubt about. it. He made the rules, he broke the rules, he couldn't follow the rules. Obviously, we all know that.
5: Who's yeah. wait wait wait, Danny? Whose rules? Your rules or the Republic or or the staunch Matt Gates of Republican rules?
1: The Republican rules when they elected him to be the Speaker back in January.
5: All right, but but when you make it sound like you didn't agree with McCarthy as the Speaker of the House anyway, no, I, I mean, you're not supposed the, to.
1: The rules were made by the party that was going to be the majority. Right, okay. So,
5: so he didn't stick to the good old boy network. Okay, go ahead.
1: So anyway... He, he he agreed to the rules took 15 votes to get that and he also said if anybody doesn't like me one vote can get me uh, go for the vacancy of the seat and uh, right. uh, you can kick me out and that's what they did yeah. so uh, the point i'm getting at though if anyone thinks that he was bad which he was there's no doubt about that and even some his fellow republicans all admit it, if anyone thinks that he was bad just imagine jim jordan in there
5: well that's what you say but what you know do you no, think it's that not what
1: i say it's what i believe and that's based upon the record of observing this man. He's a wild, uncontrollable maniac.
5: <clears throat> wow, that's, that's a little harsh, Danny. No, it's but not it's not harsh. Yeah, no, it's very harsh. I don't see him as a... Maniac is a word him for a maniac. Him
1: from a logical, rational point of view and not from a partisan point of view, he, he's way out there.
5: All right, he, so let me, let me ask you this. It would be
1: worse for the Republican Party as if they've never... As a matter of fact, uh, Liz Cheney came out today and said... If he is elected as a speaker, it will be the demise of the Republican
5: Party. Okay, so, yeah. That, that's great to hear that from Liz Cheney. She, well, she's she's the, a pretty smart woman. Yeah, yeah she's very smart. Uh, that's why she's no longer Congress. So let me ask you uh, two things. One, would you think uh, Lee Zeldin uh, should be uh, in that leadership role, in your opinion? I, I'm not going
1: to – I guess it'd be okay, but it's not going to be up to me. I, I wear the Republican. I'm just
5: asking you, okay? It, none of this is all hypothetical, Danny. You, you it could,
1: probably could be, but I think there's some better people down there they need to consider. Uh, particularly somebody that's in the lower chamber, because that's historically we've always picked somebody from the lower chamber, not somebody from the outside, like they're talking about doing with Trump.
5: Well, or for that matter, Zeldin. So why, how is it you can explain to me how a non-Congress person can be Speaker of the House, Danny?
0: Well, because that's
1: what the, that's what the Constitution says, that the House picks the Speaker. They didn't say it has to be a member of the House. Right. So it's in the Okay,
5: so when was the last time we had a non-Congress person as our speaker? Do you know? I don't think we ever have. Really? It, this would be, un, as they say, unprecedented with oh, seat. Yes, it would be, yeah. Wow. I don't,
1: think, I don't think, like I said, they've always been chosen by the majority party in the lower house. Yeah, head. right. Even, even the Senate has no say-so in it. Then they have an opinion, but they have no say-so in the They huh. pick, pick their own leader. Just like the House cannot decide. All right, so
5: is. you don't like Jim Jordan because, quote-unquote, he's a maniac, uh, Lee he's Zeldin...
1: He's He's erratic. If you watch the guy...
5: He's passionate, is, Danny. He's he, passionate.
1: He is... No, Glenn, he's over the edge.
5: Well, I, I call that passion. So, all right, anybody else? Just curious, because, you know, whatever you say, really, you know, for me... For, it doesn't make for,
1: any difference to me, because... Uh, they're gonna to have to make the choice themselves and live with it. Uh, the Republicans, uh, in, they are the, still the majority
5: party. Right so, Danny, now. before I go, because I got to get going here, um, uh, the, the the you know the administration, the Biden administration, and for that matter, other people in uh, on the Democratic side in Congress, are now l- giving a strong consideration to uh, fortifying the, uh, the the southern border with at least 20 miles of walls. Probably gonna take them three years to to do it. That's a good move. Uh, so, is, is it is it a good move or bad move?
0: It's a good move. I think
1: it's long overdue.
5: Okay, so all along you said we should have a, a southern, a secure southern border. Then,
1: absolutely. Interesting. I've always believed. I think there's only one way to come to the United States, other than seeking real valid, honest asylum. All right. uh, and that's to the front door with permission. Okay,
5: all right. Well, fair enough. There's some common ground there. And one more question. The congressman that, uh, what's his name, Jamal, there, who pulled, who allegedly pulled the, the fire alarm uh, to distract from the vote with McCarthy. Uh, yay or nay of that? Is he lying or not, in your opinion?
1: No, I, the video shows he pulled it. Okay. And I, I, he, his explanation is kind of plausible. Oh, okay. Well, uh, oh, here we go. I'm not going to support him either one way or the other, but uh, his name, uh, Jamal uh, Borman, yeah, you're right. from New York. Uh, his his explanation, in, in my opinion, and just only my opinion, probably, uh, is plausible. Hmm. He thought he didn't think that they were going to evacuate the building, although he should have known what pulling a fire alarm means. Uh, he, since he was a middle school, so person.
5: you're kind of giving him a break, though, Danny. I, no, I don't I'm get that. I'm not
1: giving him a break. I'm just saying, from what I've read and what I've looked at and what have you, he, he I think he honestly did not mean to do that.
5: Oh wow, that is giving wow. You're, you're giving him a well, I, you're giving him a hall pass. Well, literally. I'm
1: mean, giving him a hall pass. I'm just saying, that, uh, from what he said, his statement.
5: Yeah. Uh, have wow. To
1: take
0: him before the ethics committee and then prove him otherwise.
5: Interesting. All right. Well, fair enough, Danny. All right, I appreciate it. All right, that's well, good Cole's call. Calling in today. Yeah, he's calling it. He didn't call in yesterday. He just he sent me an email asking me if he can call in. Okay. Good. All all right. like, I like Joe. Awesome. All right. Thank you. Joe that's, knows about. Yes, he certainly does. So that's uh, Danny Francis. Hi, you're on the air. Real quick. At Dallas. Uh, Hi, you're in the air. Yeah, he's calling. Hey, guy. How you doing? Good. Hey, it's Gunnut. you got to be quick. But what's going on, Gunnut? i got a call coming in in a little bit from uh, Attorney Joe Stanley, but how are you, sir?
6: Oh, he's today. Oh, well, he was sure. supposed to call well, yesterday. No, I'm yeah. gone after that anyway. Yeah. Listen, um, I, wanted to, I wanted to tell Danny, Danny will hate whoever is on the other side. Gun. So now it's Jim Jordan, and he hates him,
5: and he's a maniac. Calls him a maniac. You know,
6: Danny, Danny, I'll remind you, you have people like Klebe and AOC. Are they maniacs, Dan? But I got I got two good things to say to Dan that, that are really in good nature. What's that? Did you see the Miss USA pageant?
5: No, I didn't. I didn't.
6: Okay. Well, Miss Illinois, where Dan is from, yeah. was absolutely stunning. Hmm. I go how I I didn't really think much about Illinois yeah uh, you know the Chicago crime and all that but but uh, she was absolutely fantastic mm. and then a couple of weeks before that I heard the Marine Stage Band yeah and they got a trumpet player that's the best mm. I mean he's he's world class yeah I'm sure yeah so they're they're at least rec- recruiting trumpet players
5: yeah. Wait, wait! It sounds like there's a level of sarcasm here. Was Miss Illinois no, like a? No, 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 no! That's not true. Okay.
6: I, I think the girl was beautiful, and yeah. I think that trumpet player was really good. Okay. I mean, I was, and so I just wanted to send Danny right. some good.
5: I, I, I but wouldn't but it, Danny? Danny is
6: like me. He's simple. It's it's Democrat Republican. Mm. That's all it is with Dan. Right. He will explain away everything. The guy pulling the fire—oh, he was a Democrat. It was fine.
5: If it was Republican, Dan, he'd be jumping up and down. Ah, so funny. You're <laughs> absolutely right. I, I totally agree. Well, uh, well, yeah. You can continue. He's not calling in just yet, Gunnot. Uh, but, uh, what, oh, but okay. Yeah, yeah
6: I, I think things are pretty good. I've had a great end of the summer. How about you down to camp?
5: Uh, you know what? We're, we're going up tonight because I got a lot of things that I got this weekend. I got uh, Rocky Horror on Saturday night, plus we got the bridal show Sunday. But uh, we figured since the weather's so nice, we, we might as well go up and enjoy it uh, tonight and uh, Friday night. So I'm going up well, after the show. Yeah. The
6: fall, the fall on the water like that is really, really. Oh, it's, nice. it's
5: just unreal. It's, I mean, it's, this...
6: it's, the, it's the best time. Everybody goes back to New Jersey. Yeah, you know? exactly. And then, and so yeah. it's just Americans up there. Yeah,
5: <laughs> yeah, it's, so, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you get the the local uh, uh, license plates. You're absolutely right. Well, that's good to hear, my friend. It's good to hear from you, Gun as always. You sound good. Yeah, I too. didn't
6: mean it. I didn't mean it sarcastically. I'm, I'm you know. I'm trying to be, Not you know, Danny and I will never see the thing, but I'm trying to be less attacking of it, you know. Right. It's to me, it's just the same old partisanship. Yeah. And I don't understand it, and I don't think I ever will.
5: No, you won't. It's this, but you do know that, the, you know, the Democrats, and that was shown when they did the vote the other day of McCarthy stick together, and um, you know.
6: Oh the, yeah, they they do, they do. You got if you know if. Walking in lockstep has never been a weakness for the Democratic.
5: No, party. not at all. Not at all. You know, yeah, you're absolutely right. Well, I, well th- I, th- Gun Nut, thank you, my friend. I th- I don't know if someone's calling, you, but thank you for the call. Don't be a stranger. Okay, buddy. Take that's, care. That's uh, that's the Gun Nut. All right. So you know he's not calling in. So let me do this. You never know, Joe. Especially on a nice day like this, he's probably out and about. So here's the here's what I want. Again, I'm a big fan of Tucker. You all know that. He is an extraordinary guy. He really is. Let's see if I can get this right. So, you know, he's at some symposium somewhere. I don't know if it's the Young Republicans or w- whichever. Uh, but he's, uh, this. He, you know, since we don't see uh, see him each and every night at 8 o'clock on Fox like we were accustomed to for so long up until this past April. Uh, let's just hear. And, of course, he's on, you know, the ex and old formerly Twitter. Uh, let's see what he's got to say here.
2: This is not going to be a race between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. I would bet my beloved fishing camp in Maine that that is not going to happen. That's not going to happen. So what will happen? Well, I don't know. One of like 400 distinct other possibilities. I mean, I just can't even. You know, pick one. By the way, if it's Gavin Newsom, we all should be very, very concerned. That guy's scary, and I mean it. I mean it's scary. Yeah, but that's a whole separate conversation. But the point is, this is this will be forced. These issues will be forced soon, like in a year. And the road from here to November of 2024 is going to be filled with developments nobody in this room could foresee, I can promise you that. So it's about to get very serious, uh, for sure. It's you know, the only leadership of the world at stake, which is also, by the way, we now know the most lucrative possible political franchise in human history. So everything's a same, what wouldn't they do? What haven't they done? What might they do next? Let your imagination run wild. So the question, the only one that you can answer is, how will you prepare yourself for that? And, cause that really is the only question. And, and I mean, I just, my, my answers to that, in my own life, I'll tell you what I think. One, be a little bit more serious. You know, like, take this seriously. Much as you want to retreat and pretend, everything is fine, sit down. It's not fine, okay?
5: It's so true. And by the way, the music there is is, uh, synonymous with what you heard from, like, uh, uh, Scarface from 1983. Uh, Brian De Palma. there. So, you know, recently, uh, this past Monday, I kind of blew up. I I got upset with a couple of callers. And, you know, I I, I resort to something like this. This is not the first time I've heard this segment from uh, from Tucker. It was about a month ago or so he, he said this. But it's so true. The next 13 months... Are going to be the most wild roller coaster ride we will ever see. I mean, anyone who lived through the Depression, anyone who lived through World War II, uh, and, you know, lived through the days of finding out whether or not your brother or father was going to come home, or your husband was going to come home from D-Day or the uh, the Battle of the Bulge. Those are huge, huge days. There's no doubt about it. We went through wars since then: Korea, Vietnam, the the Iraqi War, Afghanistan War. But now, the next fourteen months, I mean, and he makes a good point. Says, Don't get drunk. Take this seriously. And when people start saying, "We're America, we'll get through this," you know, you got to question that because we're not America anymore. We're not the same America. We have a lot of people within that really want this to change, and uh, we're on the brink. And if if things, you know, either way, I look at it this way: if 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 Trump one wins, we we still lose. Because then they're going to double down and make life our lives miserable. I know I've said that before. People don't like hearing that. They say it's tough. We'll just have to live with it. And, and, and really, I, I want that scenario. I do want Trump to win. But I do see a silver lining to a nation without Trump for another four years. And, and I say that because, you, as you can see, people are really getting upset right now, including Democrats, including voters living in urban cities in Chicago, New York. They're getting upset. Could you imagine another four years of a Biden or Kamala Harris or Gavin Newsom? How upset they would be by the year 2027, 2028. I think if, if Bozo the Clown ran for, for uh, as a Republican, he would win. I, I don't think I don't think the Democrats are. I know the Democrats aren't ready to give it up soon. And I often want, wor- worry. I worry a lot about Donald Trump. If, and of course, he actually would survive uh, an assassination attempt. That's how much hatred there is out there. If he, if he were to win. Go to the phone. Let's see if this might be Joe. Hi, is this Joe? No, it's not Joe. Okay, let me just um, let me let me just put you on hold go for ahead. Two, let me put you on hold for two seconds. You there? You there? Yep, still there. Not Joe yet? Yeah, no, one more time. Let me put you on hold one more time. Hi, is this Joe? Hey, it's crazy. Ray. crazy Ray, let me put you on hold. Hi, you're there. Joe's not calling in. Let's go right ahead. Okay. Um, I guess
7: with with Danny yeah. he'll never agree with the Republicans on anything. And to call Jordan a maniac yeah. one reason is because he sits there like a pit bull and he will not take the Democrats BS lies and roundabouts. That's the guy we gotta have. That's gonna sit there and back them down we haven't had that and that's what we need but the reason why he goes crazy against them is because of that because he does not give in to these people and if you listen to any of the hearings and when these people these democrats are asked questions it is unbelievable how they go around those questions and will not answer those questions And they go off on tangents about something else and will not answer the questions they're asked. And there's no recourse. They don't have to answer them if they don't want to. And one thing I guess i got to take you to task on is the other day you said the same exact thing again. And I think I've told you before. You talked about the baby boomers. They don't care about what's happening. They don't care about $5, 6 $7 a gallon because they already got their money. Right. You understand that 90, probably 90% of the baby boomers, which I'm included, are just regular Joes that worked regular jobs and earned our way, and we are not rich, and we are living on small incomes, and we do care about all the prices that have happened and we cannot afford five six seven eight dollars a gallon the, the cost of food right now is unbelievable there's a certain percentage that are very well off you know you've got the uh, professionals that made a lot of money but when you just have the regular joes and then you say the baby boomers don't really care about five six seven dollars well let me tell you something we do Because we can't afford it either, Glenn.
5: I'm with you. I'm just saying that I I don't know about the 90 percent, but I just know there's a decent amount of saying that. Yeah,
7: I'd say the biggest percentage of baby boomers are just regular people Mm -hmm. living in regular homes, trying to make it. Through all these times that Biden and the Democratic libs like Danny are destroying this country country. I mean destroying it. Me and you have talked about this, Mm -hmm. and you were right. We are on the brink. Mm -hmm. If we don't get, you better hope President Trump gets back in. Because even though you think there's going to be trouble, that pen is going to come out.
5: Yeah, true. I agree. That
7: pen's going to come out, Mm -hmm. and it's going to change everything.
5: Mm -hmm.
7: Right then and there. Like Biden did to us. Right, And things can go back to some. I don't care. It doesn't matter who's the Republican candidate. The Democrats are going to try
5: to bury him. I agree. That's all there is to it. Totally. Thanks, Glenn. All right, thank you. All right, let's go uh, phones. Hi, you're on the air. Dallas. Ugh, God. Hi, you're on the air. How you doing? What's happening?
4: Oh, not much. I just wanted to kind of respond to what uh, Mr. Francis was talking about. Yeah. Um and uh what I believe I believe right now it'd be a good idea for Elise to jump into that leadership role right um I know nobody's mentioned her name for it but Oh Elise Stephane, yeah yeah she they could they be the they, number yeah. 2 pick Yeah um I don't think she wants think it though I think that uh the Democrats uh just are Clapping in the background to everything that's happening with the Republicans. Sure. And it's the infighting that mm-hmm. needs to be stopped. That's and, not going to happen. You know, there's a lot of important stuff going on. And I believe that if Elise was in that leadership role in the House, we'd be in a very good position to help Mr. Trump get mm. into office.
5: Interesting. So, uh, yeah. Well, interesting point. I, I appreciate that. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think she wants it. I think, if anything, it's, well, she, it's a very it, dangerous she, job.
4: She might have a hard time getting the vote, yeah. but. She's young, you know. Right. She's 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 really what we need in there for common sense, right. and you know, I mean, we need we need her in that we need her in that leadership role right now for a lobby for the bigger seat. Yeah. Well, first you of know? all, first she of all, she's a Trump supporter. She so, is,
5: but but here's the thing, my I friend, mean, and here's the, here's the reason why she's not. One, she's she's kind of tarnished because. She was a big big Kevin McCarthy a supporter and she still was up until yesterday when they or 2 days ago when they did the vote. So uh, I you know again a lot of people would look at her as a it, she she was a uh, what's his face the guy from Wisconsin. Oh god why is my memory dying on me? But he Paul she was, Ryan? No, Paul Ryan, right. thank you my friend. She was a Paul Ryan protege. She was not a Trump uh, supporter not until no, Trump I know. not until Trump came up here. To Fort Drum back in I believe 2017 2018 and and that's when the relationship started. That's when Trump really liked her and she, you know that was reciprocal and Actually, she's been a supporter since. It was
2: way
4: before that. Well, I don't I don't agree years, with that. I believe I no. believe Trump supported her in her run. No, she, um, no,
5: no, 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 no. Yeah. It, it wasn't. She was her. She, aunt,
4: some, she, listen to me. Yeah. Some of her some of her underground guys and some of his yeah. are are in the same.
5: Not Paul Ryan. I, I can tell you that much. Call
4: it, uh, what do you call it for college? Oh God,
5: I don't know. Uh, whatever,
4: frat. They're in the same frat. I
5: oh, got fraternity. Got gotcha.
4: But yeah, no, I believe. I believe there's been a relationship with them for many years. Hmm. I I think no. <laughs> I don't know. The only choice that for the Republicans is Mr. Trump. I wasn't a Trump. I was never a Trump supporter, but I mean, you seen what he did when he got in there, right? And he he did he did do some good things for the country. I know and. His his main stance on China
0: right.
4: and how he stands against China, yeah. that's my main support for him. It's because right. I watched how he went in there, mm-hmm. and he stood up to China. And no other leaders are doing that. I mean, Joe Biden's in bed with the Chinese.
5: There you go. I, I know we, we, we're, we're really repeating a lot of Fox copy points, and I appreciate no, that. No, I but know,
4: but, it, but anyways, let's let's just talk about it. I mean,
5: yeah. we let's are, talk about trust
4: Nancy me. Pelosi and, and General Miley their really? conversations on the phone about Trump about how she didn't even she's the speaker of the house yep. and Was. she's been in government for how many years and she's calling somebody that's not even in the nuclear chain of command and asking him questions about the president's ability to to press the button, and if he's gonna be okay with his mental health, right. I mean, come on, she should know all the nah, protocols. Nah, she doesn't know. And she should know about that. No, she, know. Shouldn't, she shouldn't be calling the general General Miley, Millie. and asking him his right. opinion right. on whether or not our president of the United States is stable. I totally agree.
5: Totally. But that's that's all news. But we got to get going. But thank you, my friend. All I right. appreciate Have it. A good day. I, yes, you too. Got to do a break. Uh, we'll be back. Roof looking older than you are. Finding more tiles. He 29. For Herring's contracting, the people who call you back. All right, we're back. Um, if you want to call in, Joe didn't call in today. because the weather was too nice for him, Whatever. 755-1240. we got a call already. Higher you on the air.
0: Hey,
5: how's it going? It's uh, SG. SG. Let's take the air out of the show right now. SG, ladies and gentlemen. Now
0: I'm going to say uh, I disagree with Danny when it comes to the guy that pulled the fire alarm. It doesn't matter the party. We have laws in this
5: country. Well, no, he didn't approve of it, but he, he gave him the benefit of the doubt. So what say you about him?
0: No, he. I know he. He was a young, uh, you congressman, and he couldn't find his way back. He was worried he was going to miss a vote, and he panicked. And he pulled the fire alarm to, to, you know, stop the vote, and he should be held accountable. Oh,
5: okay. Wow. Yeah. The way you, that the the way the, you were going in the direction where I thought you were justifying it, but okay, I got gotcha. you. Still backhanded yeah, yeah,
0: no, though. I, mean, I I'm consistent.
5: <laughs> no, no. He he purposely yeah. went if, out. If you
0: like in... the law, you know, yeah. That's why we have laws.
5: But here's the thi- But here's the hypocrisy in in again despite the fact that we have a slight margin of of majority rule in the Congress, uh, they're not going to do anything about this. Uh, he, He got away with it. You know, you know, the Yentes on The View would say, oh, it was just a mistake, Mis- misunderstanding. But if someone like Lee Zeldin or a young, whatever, a younger uh, congressperson, woman, man, did that as a Republican, uh, they'd be vilified. You know that. You know the hypocrisy going on. And I someone said it earlier. Good. Someone said it. No, hear me out. Someone said something earlier. It's like, wow, well, they'll get away with it. They can say this. They can say that. Of course they can, because they, they have the, the media and big tech on their side to support them. That's why... Because of mob mentality, they get away with murder. That's all there is to it. No, oh, and no, by because, the way, one because, more thing. One more thing. I just found out today. Please. This is a big story today. I don't know how big, but Senator Menendez from Jersey, okay. uh, yep. his, uh, it, back in 2018. Now, again, accidents happen. Um, but for some reason or other, we didn't know about this. She struck a pedestrian and he was killed. And oh, wow. yeah, and that happened over four years, like five years ago. It happened in 2018, and we're just so, finding out about it today. What's right, up there? His other,
0: his, other, his other trial ended in a hung jury. Right. They did, didn't say he didn't do it, he just said one person, was a whole yeah, and, and again, so it just, it's the, the double standard. Me, he should be gone.
5: Yeah, he, and now we're finding out, and by the way, Again, you know, I, I get ridiculed for, for picking on people, and I don't like normally doing that. But his wife is atrocious looking. She she's a train wreck. It's obvious that she loves showing off her, her, her two babies underneath her chin. But it's just this guy is the epitome of corruption in this in the, what what Trump corrupt. calls this. Yeah, exactly. exact. He got away with a hung jury. It's like it's like it's like a drunk getting a new liver. It's like, hey, I got a new, I got a new lease on life. I can do it all over. I can drink again, and that's what he did. And celebrate, <laughs> and ex- exactly. And because he's Latino, because he, and by the way, he, he claims that he was hiding money in his house because he was afraid of the of yeah. Castro's Cuba. He wasn't even born so in explain Cuba. Explain
0: the gold bar. Explain the gold bars. I, you know, whatever on the cash. Uh, you know, if you like to have cash. So around. this this is it's SG. Like, this, this is no, SG. No, the gold bars. Okay, so so he had kilos of gold bars and. He had a text message from the guy he's in collusion with. He was in the car that the guy had sent when but, he texted and thought, How much is a gold kilo of gold worth? Mm-hmm. So he, you know, he's in the person he's. Uh, doing Listen, this, you don't this have car. to preach to me.
5: The guy's a crook, and he's going to get away with it. By the time the trial no, comes around, think, it's, it's, they won't televise it. They won't publicize. And by the way, I love the videos of the Trump trial in New York. And Alicia James is in the background. The judge looks like your typical Irish judge. Wink, wink, nod, nod from New York City. He is not. And he's smiling to the camera. And then they play the theme song to The Office when they put all this together. Because it looks like an episode of The Office. That's how... That's how. That's how ridiculous all this is, and and, and even CNN you know, contributors and correspondents on this. This this is going nowhere. This is a, this is a nothing burger, as Councilman okay. only would say. So again, it's a delay and deny and delay, distract. Make sure that everyone's focused on the crook that used to be in the White House, and, and it's so funny today <laughs> because he was a crook before. No, I wasn't. So, and this is unrelated. And, and and everybody does it. He paid taxes on all that stuff. He's created a tremendous amount of jobs. But I won't even go there because it's not, it's going to go through one ear out the other. You don't want crook- this man. You want if Joe Biden lived to 120, you would just uh, uh, prefer to have him in there. And SG, one more thing. If, no, it's. If,
0: if Between a criminal and anybody that's not a criminal. Yeah. Okay.
5: And so that's it. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, listen to this man on the other side of this phone line, who for the most part is degrading and downplaying, you know, Donald Trump as a criminal. That's his prerogative. But this is also the same person who doesn't see that fit. For the current president based on the overwhelming evidence that we have with his son, with texts, no with, with, with his do you uh, I said, I uh, laptops.
0: laptops. We're debating right now. What do you yeah. always say that? What are you
5: talking about? You you don't win this argument. He's corrupt as any other president we've Where ever had. All right. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. I'm sorry. You're on the air. Hey, it's Crazy Ray. Crazy Ray. Well, sorry, sorry about that, Crazy Ray. How are you doing? It's
3: all right, man. It's all right.
5: Yeah. So, crazy, crazy Ray, you had a relationship across town uh, with someone who's no longer in the morning show, but nonetheless, uh, Brian Best was a part of that. Do you have anything to say about his passing?
3: I didn't know he passed. Actually, you're telling me something I knew. I kind of thought it was something up that he might have passed, but
5: yeah, well, he just passed away either t- t- this morning or within the last 24 hours. But he was yeah,
3: a... he's been. I knew he'd been sick. because yeah. uh, he'd been off the air. And... Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh,
5: yeah. He was a good guy. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, really good guy. Yeah, yeah. I thought he knew. Uh, so what else is going? What's well, on no, your mind?
3: Sorry, right. I mean you're not you're not telling me. It's not a surprise. I mean, I should not say that I didn't know, but it's not a surprise.
5: Well, he, he had some ailments recently, and uh, you know, and yeah, succumbed he, to them yeah, unfortunately. He's had a lot of ailments yeah. Also, yeah, yeah. So what what what's happening?
3: Oh, I was just gonna call you and see say, see or see if you saw some of those stories on Facebook about the about the the uh, the alarm going off on everybody's phone and it outed the Amish.
5: No, what happened?
3: It, well, you know, Amish aren't supposed to have phones. Right. And the, when that alarm went off, I, I was reading there that a lot of them uh, got their got kind of torn down by the you know the the church and stuff because it, oh. it outed them basically. Oh, the alarm went off yeah, talking.
5: Right. Wow.
3: And they're like, "Hey, what what do you mean? Why do you have a phone?"
5: <laughs> right. Right. I, if I was an Amish, I'd be breaking every rule in the book. I'd have a phone. I'd have all types of stuff.
3: Oh I would have people definitely Tinder. come in and and um and plow the field too at night.
5: Right, right. I, I just Yeah,
3: just I, act like you've been up all night, you know. Right. <laughs> Cover yourself with dirt. Right, and, right, right, right,
5: right, yeah. Do the come thing come into
3: the bishop and go, hey, look I'm all done. That would be was up good. all night out there plowing that.
5: <laughs> they should come up with a show a, a real sitcom show of a regular everyday person that's hiding and conform you know just like the Harrison Ford's character in witness I'm fascinated with that movie it's one of my favorites.
3: there would be a good show you're right you know if somebody could go in undercover and, and hide amongst or you know
5: and, they, and I know they did a, a a reality show of young Amish people sowing their wild oats. Uh, So to speak,
3: they've done a lot of them actually, and I I thought the Amish Mafia show was pretty good.
5: That was so full of garbage, that was it was full of
3: garbage, but it was driving a Cadillac. Entertaining, you know what I mean?
5: It was so staged,
3: yes, it was it was it was way out there, but it was still entertaining.
5: Oh, I know, but the one and the main guy that was supposed to be like this Tony Soprano of the whole thing, he didn't impress me at all. By the way, crazy,
3: right? The one guy was legit, the one guy that, um. They came in there and tried to straighten the whole deal up there.
5: I don't know. He was I legi-
3: legitimately a gangster amongst them. He, took, he actually kidnapped a lot of Amish and shaved their beard and everything else. Uh, I
5: don't get that.
7: Uh, so Chris, he, was a, he was a
3: piece of, you know what, but... Yeah, all
5: right, so let me ask you. Remember
3: the one guy that supposedly came in and was going to...
5: I can't talk about reality shows from seven years ago. So let me just ask you. Uh, do you ever watch the show Mr. In-Between by any chance? He's about the Australian it's in
3: between. I I think I have seen it.
5: Yeah, you check that show out. You you'd like that one. That's a good show. I I started watching it. Uh, it's a it's a, a Australian guy that's in and out of uh prison because he can't he can't live the straight life. He, right, he can't yeah.
3: live the straight life. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
5: he's a good guy. He he did a favor for his buddy. His buddy the, the first episode, his buddy's uh, uh, wife, Russian wife in Australia, of all places. She finds out that her husband has a DVD, a porno. And she gets all upset. And I know, I know personally, I know a friend of mine got in a lot of trouble with his now ex-wife for that, uh, for having that. And uh, so he would blame it on me. And that's exactly the scenario on the first episode of Mister in Between. So th- th- he goes over there and he has to tell the wife that sorry, that was my DVD. And then he looks at the DVD. Mm-hmm. Then he looks at the DVD and the DVDs. And again, this is a family show. Is someone. Urinating with on other people, that's the DVD. And the look on the face of the main guy looking at his friend. Here it is. He's over there thinking it's just another DVD, porno DVD. Then he finds out it's not, It's a specialty DVD. And the look on his face right. is like, you son and it of was a bitch. His, right? it, it, well, yeah, it was his. It was the husband's. And the husband's like looking at him like you're gonna do this for me. You're gonna do this. <laughs> yeah. Then he throws. Then he walks out. He throws it into the garbage in front of the guy's house. And the guy says, "Listen, I'm sorry. Thank you for doing this." And he says, "You're a piece of crap." You know. He walks away and then the husband <laughs> then the husband casually goes back into the gar- garbage pail and takes the DVD back out again now that is a good show to watch crazy Ray watch it mr mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I stuff. agree with you yeah good stuff that's that's good writing
3: no, I, you know, I think you should write this new show where you put people in under 100 different situations. I think you make a lot of money with that.
5: Well, yeah, it's called Quantum Leap. By the way, have you noticed Quantum Leap's been back on the air for the last year yeah, or so? Yeah,
3: it, it's you. Know, they ruined
5: it. Oh, it's terrible! It's awful. I mean, it's really yeah,
3: bad. It's, and it's, I, I just, it's just a choice of people, you know.
5: Again, at the end I of the day, you, when, I know they're looking for inclusivity and they want to show a different person. I think the guy's Asian, and and CBS yeah, and all that. That's
3: the, just it, right there. I, I don't have any. You know, I don't really love them to death, but right. I don't have a direct thing on them. But, right. but uh, yeah. you nah, know, know, you watch the commercials now, and it's a white guy married to an Asian
5: girl. Every right, time. right. And, and if you also notice on game shows, I was watching the hundred thousand dollar pyramid. By the way, what happened to Rosie O'Donnell? Is, is that all she's I don't delegated know. She's to? Weird looking, right. She looks like Mike Francesa on a bad day, and and all she does now is is game shows. She doesn't do anything else. And all Look the at co- who? Look at Britney with those dancing around Britney Wow Sears that she's a trainer with the knives and stuff Yeah yeah but 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 every, it seems like every third can, uh, uh, contestant it doesn't matter it could be it's not jeopardy because jeopardy you got to be smart and if, if, you're, mm-hmm. if, if you're in a certain group, if you're gay, if you're this, trans, it, it doesn't really matter. You've got to be smart. The other shows, you don't have, you know, $100,000 pyramid, you have to have a, a pulse or a or, or wheel of fortune. And it seems like every third person is uh, from that particular community. And it's just, did they're Steve forcing the issue. you
3: ever tell you about how when he went there? Who's that? Steve. Steve Duffney went. Oh, did he really? Yeah, he did all the tests really good and everything else. And
5: the duff. Can't I think call him when Steve. I
3: remember his story, he went in to sit down and, and talk with, uh, with the, with what's his name there? the
5: Pat, Pat Sajak?
3: Pat, yeah, he Pat, went to talk to him, and he didn't like him. He didn't like Steve, and so he kind of just pushed him out.
5: Why? Because he was chewing gum? Nah, just kidding.
3: I, I, I don't know. <laughs> he just had some kind of issue. Steve passed everything to be on
5: the show. Right. And, and, the, and Oh, I would have loved him. to have seen that. That would have been great. Oh, uh, Steve, uh, uh, they call you the Duff back in Watertown. Yeah, they call me the Duff. Are you chewing gum? Yeah, I always chew gum. Get off the <laughs> set right now! How could you buy Get a vowel to chew gum? I used to work
3: for. Could be told him I used to work for uh, the insure, big insurance company. Yeah, okay, I remember that.
5: Oh God, it's cheaper. Well, you know, like
3: I said, you just you never know, I guess, in the whole work scheme of things. Because he, yeah, he totally qualified for the show, and the guy didn't like it, him. Or
5: something. And it, it, it comes right down to Pat Sajak delegating the final, like, yeah, you're, yeah you're the, right or the not. final rules. Yeah, wow, yeah. I didn't know that. Fascinating. Well, good stuff, crazy. Yeah. I, we're getting down to the top of the hour, so I got to go. I don't want to blow all you right, off like, like Mayor Jeff Graham does. Thanks. Have a good one. That, I heard from Crazy Ray, as uh, Jeff would refer to as Crazy Ray in the Bay. The w- weather's beautiful. I know you're walking around. If you're listening to the show on ear pods, I, I don't blame you. Earbuds, whatever the frig they call them. But uh, also, our um, you know uh, our, our best goes out to the Brian Best family, his wife, and uh, all of his friends and relatives. Very sad uh, part of the radio community. He's a huge contributor. And he died too young. So, right up next, uh, we got to do the, the legal smingle uh, part of this. Uh, and I'll be back, of course, tomorrow. Up next, of course, AM 1240 w 10 What Time makes this legal. Up next, CBS.
7: This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. A surprise.